Welcome everyone to 1984. George Orwell's 1984. Hold on, wait a minute, man. We did not come here today to talk about George Orwell. We're, we're talking about DC movies. You D DC movies? Ain't Wonder nobody talking about no DC. You said we're talking about 1984. So Wonder Woman's I 1984, bro. DC, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. You got a lot of wrong think going on up here, bro. You need to be canceled. I don't know what you're thinking about. Cancel culture is alive and well. Um, but in 1984, we're talking about Wonder Woman, DC movies. You could talk about Wonder Woman all you want. I'm going to talk about Cheetah. Better not uh, lay a finger on my butterfinger. Wait, is that Simpsons? Simpsons did it, dude. What is your obsession Predi with Simpsons, bro? Predictions. Your obsession. You want to talk about 1984? We gonna talk about new speak, wrong think, all kinds of mind control. I don't know nothing about that, but we're getting into DC movies here today. But before we do that, make sure you check out all of our social media: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube videos. We're all over the place. Yeah. Give us a give us a follow, support the show. We appreciate all the energy out there. And we, let's, let's we got a damn there. good show today, don't a we? Damn oh, good show. A damn good show. So stay tuned as we travel back into time to 1984. Well, it is officially the end of the world. You want to know why? What are you talking about? It's officially the end of the world. It's a new year. What do you mean? It's, it is the end of the world because we have fallen into hell because we are talking about a DC movie today. <laughs> so this is the first time, I right? didn't know DC movies were still relevant. I didn't of know Of course they are. It's DC, Detective Comics. Oh, really? It's the best. Are they the best? We're talking about Wonder Woman out of every film. You're a Marvel fanboy, aren't you? Look at all that Marvel stuff behind you. I do you. have a lot of Marvel I'll stuff. Kill you. <laughs> um, I, I just uh, no, I you know I I love DC movies, of course. Yeah. But out of all the DC movies, <laughs> out of all of them, why are we talking about Wonder Woman? I I I. Why are we here today? Hundred percent thought you were gonna drop Green Lantern. <laughs> But yeah, um, if green if you've never thought Green Lantern is a good movie, watch Wonder Woman 1984 and then go back and watch Green Lantern. Ooh, makes Green Lantern look like a fucking yeah. masterpiece. He came in fucking hitting. It's a it's a masterpiece. Green Lantern, yeah, or Wonder Woman. <laughs> green Lantern. <laughs> well, you said they're pretty similar, so if Green Lantern is a masterpiece. That Wonder Woman is. Fucking gold, as gold as her armor. I just can't. I just can't believe there is something in my eye. I just can't <laughs> believe like um, how hype this movie was. Oh, it was huge. The hype, hype train was just chugging along. And then it came out on Christmas, right? How are you gonna come out on Christmas and be dog shit? Straight dog shit. Sponsored by Nas, by the way. Hmm. <laughs> um, dog shit. So this wasn't a Christmas present for you. Did you watch it on Christmas? You want to talk about Christmas and 1984? How they just gonna shove in <laughs> that Christmas scene at the end of the yeah. movie? Remember we were talking about it, and it's just like, oh, they shove this scene in just so you would. You, it's it's 
Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than this movie will ever be. All right, this movie will should never be related to Christmas films. <laughs> and I believe when they started like coming up with the idea that they were going to drop it on Christmas, they were like, "Oh shit, we got to do some reshoots. We got to put that in there." And I think that's probably what they did, man. They just it you was wanna... like one shot. They set up a Christmas scene, and then they were like, "Here, here you, you go." You... Okay, put in the handsome man, right? Oh, we're going to get into the handsome man. <laughs> but this is what I, I, I want. Gal Gadot already did. L- l- let's talk about hypocrisy here. Oh, shit. So, if I'm not mistaken, all the trailers said this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Dropping on Christmas, right? Yeah. Like they, like the marketing? They had decided for a while. So, in the end of the movie, spoilers, this is all going to be spoilers, but who gives a shit? You, everyone has seen this movie. If you've, you've got till the 31st to watch it. If you've seen any movie in the world, you've already seen Wonder Woman. Because this movie is a complete copy and paste, dog shit, zero imagination, zero thinking. Patty Jenkins is dog shit. I'm going to look right here. Patty Jenkins is dog shit, dude. But for anybody that's into Rogue Squadron, Star Wars. Oh, no. You're dead. Your movie's shit. <laughs> You're dead, You're man. dead. Your movie's going to be shit. That's no. the only Star Wars movie that I wanted. Remember I told no. you. If they ever do a Rogue Squadron, that's going to be my favorite. Well, right? you got something to look forward to. Cause Patty no, I Jenkins, don't. <laughs> Patty Jenkins is Rogue Squadron. She's directing Rogue Squadron, and my heart hurts. But but uh, Let's talk about hypocrisy. <laughs> in the movie, they shove in this fake Christmas scene where it's snowing, and kids are playing with snowballs, and there's Christmas trees and lights and decorations. It's beautiful. And they have the audacity oh. to say... Happy holidays. Uh, <laughs> they don't even Shit. say Merry Christmas, but in the in the advertising, I'm pretty sure it says this Christmas. Yeah, yeah. What they, in the hypocrisy? And this has only started because this movie. See, I wasn't gonna go hard on this movie. <laughs> I told you you were. I, I told you you were, <sighs> and, and I knew this movie was gonna get shit on. It deserves it. It does. But I also did want to talk about some of the good things about this movie. And that's where, when we were watching it, we were trying to find out, like, okay, that's a good scene. So you want to play that's devil's good, advocate? Of course, yeah. If you're going to go hard as shit on it, then i got to be the other side. Uh, but there are some good scenes. And you kind of, you mentioned it, you had to, like, kind of force yourself to, like, rewatch it. I think I've watched it three <laughs> times already. <laughs> I know you've watched it twice. At we least, watched like at half least of two it. and a half. We yeah. watched like half of it. We watched the the final fight with Cheetah and Wonder Woman. Like I've seen it at least twenty times. That, fight, just that, is, fight. that fight is not that good. It's, it's not that dog good. Shit. <laughs> and it's the best part of the movie. I I think some of the emotion is the best part of the movie. Like when uh, Diana has to give up her wish and she has to send tri- Steve Trevor away, and she starts running before she starts levitating, which is complete crap before she starts levitating the emotion in her face is actually pretty good doesn't steve say i'll always be with you exactly yeah Yeah. she like bro yeah because she starts crying even more and that shit kind of hit me and i was just like she was like i'll never love again he's like i'll always be with you and he's kind of in the background they don't even show him no that was behind that corner yeah i thought that was really good um and then it just turns into an action action scene, which most of the action scenes in this movie are really badly done. They should have called it Wonder Woman Cirque du Soleil. It seems like that's what... And see, the thing is, they 
made her use her damn whip a lot, and she looked like a fucking lion tamer it with her whip. It is not a whip. Lasso of truth. Thank you. I don't hate Wonder Woman. Yeah. I like Wonder Woman. I think yeah. Wonder Woman was far better way before Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, and I know I'm going to get shit on for <laughs> this. Everyone thinks Gal Gadot is this perfect Wonder Woman. She's just not buff enough for me. And I, I'll say it. If, if you're going to be an Amazon Wonder Woman, you got to have a little more muscle tone. And if you look at the comics, you look at every iteration Amazonian. She's an Amazon. Look at her an Amazonian, Amazonian sisters. The Themyscira sisters. They are way more toned, way more buff than Gal Gadot. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I just wish she was a little more I just more think meaty. it's kind of weird that... Um, She's a good actress, though. Back in BVS, right? Uh, we were sh- all these photos of like Gal Gadot like working out, and they're like, "Oh, she's toning, right?" You see, you see like Ben Affleck, and you see Henry Cavill in there, and they got buff and buff and buff, and they're like, "Yeah, she's gonna like fit into the role." So maybe like Wonder Woman two, like she'll look more kind of like Diana. She's gonna be a little buff. What happened? Nothing. <laughs> it's like she just was you stagnant. Know why? You know why? Because I think. The man, right? Uh, the name, well, well, I guess we could say his name. The man says. <laughs> Zack Snyder, I think, had an, had a, an image uh, uh, mm-hmm. where he wanted uh, this character to go. Yeah. And Patty Jenkins was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> you go, girl. Girl power. You're buff enough. And see, that that is complete truth because uh, even in the first movie, I feel like Zack Snyder had, had more say. Like, he was like, yeah, this is the character. This is, like, run free with it, but this is what I established. And I think they went with that more on the first movie. She had a sword. She had her shield. She was she was a warrior. She's the warrior princess, right? And then in this movie, they took away all that, left her with a lasso and her little tiara, fucking Captain Boomerang now. She's just, like, boomeranging her tiara around. I don't know what that's about. But well, that's what she does. Um, I I, I want to see the warrior fucking Xena, the warrior princess, bro. Like, <laughs> like I just want to see an Amazon kicking ass. And even when she is kicking ass in the movie, it's very like she grabs the dude by the leg and just holds him there. It's dude. It, the movie is not good. And, all right. What is with the wink? I don't know. What's dude. with the wink? I, I don't that know. That little girl and Diana, what's with the wink? It, it's it's cringe. Um, it, what's weird they is. They do it like three times back and forth. Like the little girl winks and the Diana winks and then the little girl winks again. <laughs> I was just like, what is going um, on here? So the hype was that everyone thought they were going to love this movie and I thought everyone was going to praise it on social media. I thought it was going to be really good. I didn't watch it until a few days after because I told you, I was like, I am not watching this. I'm not going to let this movie ruin my Christmas, right? I'm not watching it on Christmas. But um, usually when people hate something, that's when I tend to like it. I'm like, oh, yeah. there's some room for me to I like, remember you put it that. on a pedestal, right? Yeah. But if everyone loves it, I'm just like, dog shit. Get out of here. And yeah. on social media, I saw a lot of people hating on it. Hating on it. And I was yeah. like, what? And I was told that it's a little corny and it's kind of like watching a cartoon. I was 100% down. I was like, you know what? I bet you I'm going to love this movie. 
the whole beginning reminds me of straight up uh christopher reeve superman um the the beginning it's kind of like that corny cheesiness well the uh, beginning and then was tight That's not not that part but the the part leading up to the uh the mall scene where she's like going around and like rescuing like cats and trees and like wedding day fucking catastrophes and she kicks a car down the street and it fucking like turns and does like a 360 and they're like whoa oh yeah yeah she's being a little like local superhero yeah Yeah. local superhero in a small town and nobody knows who she is they can't apparently they can't look at her they can't see her they can't see her well is she the flash now yeah apparently i don't know dude yeah so so that part was very like even even the score during that part, it had almost that Christopher Reeve Superman like, it was very light underneath, and I don't know if a lot of people noticed that, but I think Patty Jenkins really went for like, if this is Wonder Woman's like out movie out in like modern era, we're gonna turn her straight into like old school Superman, even with the with the flying scene and everything, directing where she's gonna go. Yeah. I was like, what in the Man of Steel, Zack Snyder's Justice League? What? <laughs> well, it's Patty Jenkins, right? She's copy and pasted. This movie is like, oh, you're, uh, you got to write an essay, right? You got you yeah. to do an essay. Oh, and then all of a sudden, <clears throat> shit, I got to get this done tonight. And I'm going to go on different websites. I'm going to copy and paste, change some words around. And then call it mine. And call it mine. Yeah. Um, do you think that the studio got involved? Uh, I don't give at a all? shit about no Hollywood studio. No? They could all rot in hell. But what if they made him change the script? Like, what if they had, like, an idea and they were like, yeah, we're going to go more that direction? Because there are some elements of this movie that are, like... Who gives a shit? <laughs> like when, like when uh, Pedro Pascal, he's very dark in this movie. Best part of the movie, by the way. Pedro Paid, Pascal. I'm going to say... No, Mandalorian. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say so many things that's going to trigger people. Trigger there. warning now. Trigger. Pedro Pascal is highly overrated. And for him to be the best part of this movie, <laughs> that says a lot about he's, it. He's, he, I'm sorry, dude. He's not a shit actor. He's not. He's good. But I think he's, like, right now, he's being super overhyped. Of, of course. And it's it's just like when you find someone who's, like a like, an upcoming actor, and they get a big role. And then they get another big role and another big role. It's the same thing that happened to Jason Momoa. Game of Thrones, Justice League, now Dune. He's just one after another, just growing and oh, growing. He's and growing. Aquaman. And, and yeah, he's yeah. Aquaman. So Can we compare the two? Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Okay, well, there's Wonder. this is a sequel. I feel right? like I actually it's... Aquaman was probably better than Wonder Woman. Oh. The movie? Yes, by far, dude. They both have their problems, though. Definitely. Aquaman had some some parts that I wasn't. Do you feel like this is an actual like? Does it feel like Wonder Woman like nineteen eighty four is an actual sequel to the first Wonder Woman? Movie? Not at all. I think I I honestly feel like they were trying to make this one standalone, like it was like a like a Wonder Woman side quest. It was like here's one that has nothing to do with anything else that came before it or after it. It's just set in that time. I don't and why they choose 1984. This is why I'm confused. This is why I say George Orwell's read this book, look this up because there was a theory that you were talking about after theory that after you had watched it twice, right? And then some real life events happened. Yeah. And you went back and watched it. So there's and so this hap- this movie came out on Christmas, right? Yeah. So 
obviously January sixth, the whole capital thing, right? Was that January sixth? It was January sixth. Yeah. Okay, gift of the Magi. <laughs> so, um, I watched this movie before January sixth, and then I watched it afterwards again. And it was kind of interesting that all these events took place in Washington, D.C. And there's one eerie shot, super eerie, in this movie, Wonder Woman 1984, uh, George Orwell's 1984. It was a super eerie shot where towards the end of the movie, um, they're at the Capitol. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, uh, throw some um, shit towards uh, Diana here. Uh-oh. So she... So... Okay, she's a thief, right? What did she steal? The plane. They, <laughs> they steal a plane. Steve stole it, but yeah. So remember this: Steve Trevor is in this guy's body, handsome man, right? <laughs> so we'll, before we get to the sexual allegations, why didn't they just bring Steve Trevor back? Why they got to put him in the body? If they can make a, a human turn into a cheetah woman. They can manifest Steve yeah. Trevor, right? They could have just rose him back from the grave. That would have been way better, like writing zombies. Trevor, yeah, right. just just but snap no, let's real get, quick before, before I get back. sidetracked. So she's a thief. They stole a plane, right? Yeah, um, an invisible jet. Diana had sexual relations, allegedly, allegedly, uh, uh, with Steve Trevor, which was in another man's body. So is this man obviously is not cognitively aware of what's happening? Because at the end of the movie, he doesn't know who Diana is. That's true. Yeah. So this man was raped, allegedly, by <laughs> his, Diana. His body, yes. By Diana, right? Not his so, mind or spirit or... So... But his body, yeah. Diana had sexual... Allegedly, allegedly sexual... Uh, sexual it relations. It okay. Um, <laughs> she stole a plane, allegedly. Uh-huh. Allegedly, right? So she's a thief. Stormed, she's a rapist. Stormed the Capitol. Right, right, right. I'm going to trigger the shit out of people. So Wonder Woman is a rapist. Out of context. Uh, not out of context, but you'll see the clip out of context. There you go. She's a thief. She stole planes. Mm. And she's a domestic terrorist. They broke into the Capitol. Mm. And this is all, this handsome man is, is doing all this with her, right? Well, he's not doing it, but Steve Trevor's doing it in this guy's body. Cheetah broke into the Capitol, too, though. Well, Cheetah's a villain. <laughs> yeah. But, um, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Maxwell Lord was invited. Well, so, well he forces himself, right? Manipulation. Yeah. But yeah. they actually get into, uh, what, federal property, right? Mm-hmm. In the Capitol. They're no, beating, you know what? She was invited too. Diana she, was invited by the dude who was like all into her. Um, he showed her. He put her on the tour, and then she like sidetracked. Oh, they sidetracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so right. So she didn't. She didn't stop it. But well, she didn't. Okay, trigger <laughs> words. We're using newspeak now. 1984. Do it while you stormed, can. Stormed. Stormed. Do it while you can. But um, the thing is, is interesting. Is she's beating up federal agents. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There she's you go. She's destroying. Federal, Federal property. property. Yeah, she, okay. So she's a domestic like, terrorist. Throws a bullet into that vase. He's, but there's an eerie scene here, uh, and we'll move on, is after the events of January 6th, at, in D.C., at the Capitol, in the movie, there's a scene where it shoots, uh, there's a shot, and everything's rioting. Yeah. There's it's chaos. Like riots in the streets. Ri- riots in the streets and chaos, and it's all in front of the Capitol, right? Yeah. And they're leaving the Capitol, right? But there's a scene, and you hear a, a, a news anchor. Um, they're talking about riots at the Capitol. 
I don't know. I forgot the exact wordings, but there's a shot where it shows all these writings happening. And in the background, you see the Capitol building. And for this movie to come out days before <laughs> it almost kind of, well, days before the events of January yeah. 6th, watching it right after those events. It completely mirrored it, huh? It mirrored yeah. it. It really did mirror it. And that is just weird. That's some uh, some Simpsons stuff right there, man. What? Are you are you addicted to Simpsons? Oh, I loved Simpsons. Oh, you're just when talking I was about predictions. No, but they yeah, they predict everything. I mean, there's even a South Park episode where they're like, Yeah, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. I thought it was funny too on how they showed how the White House video video stream from the White House was in an underground bunker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Big brother. I'm watching you, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I got my eyes on you. But yeah, that was like a like an underground bunker that I guess the if the president like gets into trouble, they take him to that and he can still address the people as looking like it's the White House, right? Yeah. To to Wonder keep, how often to that keep happens. people to keep people calm. Wonder how that often that yeah, happens. Yeah, you know, they gotta gotta go to a bunker. So yeah, yeah so I I put all of these things thief, rapist, and domestic terrorist. That's what is in this movie. That's what Wonder Woman is. Think about it, dude. They stole a plane. She had sex with an unwilling person, which I'm pretty sure if he was cognitive, who won, you know, Gal Gadot's a pretty woman. But Cheetah straight up beats up guys the whole film. Like the second half of the film, once she gets power, she's just going around beating up homeless guys. No, well, he wasn't guy, homeless. He wasn't homeless. That guy that was, was the a, guy who tried to sexually assault a, her. Yeah, that guy was a, a yeah. sleazeball, obviously. Yeah, he was. But, but she beat the shit out of him. What about how Barbara's character was literally Catwoman? Uh, yeah, yeah. Batman Selena Returns. Kyle. Yeah. They're all the same. Oh. And Poison Ivy. Yeah. Poison Ivy is always a nerdy scientist, kind of. And then they become this hot, like, powerful chick. And it's a total I was stereotype. I so disappointed going in. I was, the only thing I was excited for was Cheetah. Cheetah yeah. is my favorite part when it comes to comic books. She's my favorite part of Wonder Woman's entire lore. Yeah. Cheetah. I've always liked Cheetah. Ever since Island of Dr. Moreau. Okay. For those out there who know. Them cat women, huh? Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, okay? <laughs> That's your new favorite term. Allegedly. For, for this year is allegedly. Um, so, yeah. Ever since Island of Dr. Moreau, you know, and then... Cheetah's badass, dude. You got that uh, Cheetah comic behind you. That's a pretty cool, cool iteration there. Why I she, wish. Why didn't she look like this? Yeah, I wish she looked like that. Where, where did the ears go? They kept human ears on her. They did great with the with the with the eye like makeup. Yeah. But they kept her totally human. Even her hair was just kind of like slicked back. I, I got was, my fur boobs. There's you got one, one time. Right, it was it was only one time. The rest it was just like really flat, unfortunately. But I said years ago, if they ever show Cheetah in live action, you, you know, I I want to see the fur boobs version because <laughs> I'm not a fan of the way Cheetah looks when she's all, you know. I grew up obviously seeing Cheetah in like the 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 cartoons and yeah. in, in, in the comics, and uh, I like that ear that rendition a lot better because I don't like when she's all. She's covered up, obviously. Yeah. Nobody yeah, looks... wants to see a woman covered up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. These, these women nowadays do. They want to uh, see them covered from head to toe. So I guess. Um, 
And that was one thing that they did before she turned into Cheetah. They gave her like this like full like suit, kind of like punk rocker. She had like it was leather terrible. cheetah print. It's terrible. It looked kind of weird. I think she did a decent job as Cheetah and her acting was good. It, her acting was good. I, I want to okay. say she she did play like kind of like the nerdy character easily, but then she's played kind of the same character in Ghostbusters. So Best actor in the movie? actress in the movie was a little girl in the beginning little diana she oh, was the I best thought actress you were say the little girl at the mall i was about to flip i was about to all right bro i'm out <laughs> like i gotta no, go that mall scene was cringe but no the little the, the, the little beginning, diana little diana she, yeah. she was a better actress than gal gadot yeah i said it the one thing that i really loved was when she was about to win and uh i guess it's uh either like her aunt or whatever grabbed her and stopped her from winning right and like threw her down and she was like no diana like you can't win by cheating yeah she was like the only thing that there is in life is the truth 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 the truth yeah the thing is this movie's dog shit <laughs> but it stands for something at least it tried to put like There's these only messages one out truth there truth and one justice that's Superman. That's Superman. It's Superman. But see, Superman Stay. influences the others. Stay in your lane, Diana. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Stay in what, your little island. But that's what she tries to tell her. You know, she's yeah. like, "Yeah, stay in your lane." That's a good scene. I liked it. Um, it was perfect. Another thing is, this is based in 1984. Why I don't know. Um, why it's in George Orwell's 1984, but where? And, and I think it's interesting too. Oh shit! You scared the shit out of me. That's your giant iPhone. Oh yeah, where <laughs> where is before we do all that? Where is the, the music? Yes, yes, yes. Where's the music for worst this movie? Soundtrack, worst score of any DC movie so far. There was no, as far as like the cinematic score, it was it was it was good. But where was the like eighties music, bro? You. At watching this movie, it's extremely too long, but watching this movie, you forget they're even in the that 80s. That is set in that time period. The only thing that even hints to that is the beginning with the mall scene, which I heard they wanted to cut out of the movie. So if you didn't even have that... Well, there's the whole Russia thing, and... Those are, like, so... like, But those are world things. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, the USA, uh, yeah. America, in the 80s. It was big hair, pink everywhere. Everyone had on, like... The, the warmers, the sweatbands, the fucking leopard print. Did you like that scene in the gym where they, where they had her lifting weights? Oh, that was weird. It, was, it looked, it looked kind of weird, it in, man. It's like, it's like, how many times have we seen this scene in a superhero yeah. movie where they don't know their strength and they're... It's just like, dude... It looked really out of place. This movie was just... It, it felt like it was a typical typical hollywood script and all they did was insert the characters mm. that's all they did but yeah man uh one thing that could have definitely improved it is throw some 80s music in there they did it in the trailer and everybody fucking lost their minds because it was really well done to the visuals it had that 80s dun, 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 like beat dude it was just moving it along and it it didn't have that at all no 80s music. I think the 80s wedding singer did was it better. all for marketing. Yeah. Yeah. It was all marketing. Yeah. Because, yeah, they even had in all the trailers, it was like so. How do, it, it was way better. And then you had Pedro Pascal 
telling them that they deserve a better future and like it was just way it was way better than what was presented so the in short this movie lord this movie falls short uh maxwell lord was probably the best part of the movie but even then i was always under the impression that maxwell lord was yes a businessman but he was a scientist too in no point in time did they make him a scientist. Why would they want to make a man smart? Why would Patty Jenkins want to write a man character and make them smart? Yeah. It's not what Patty Jenkins does. See, and even even when they did make a man character, they made him a manipulator. Yeah. They made him prey on I, people. I honestly felt Crazy. like... Crazy. I honestly felt, and I have seen it on social media, where there was like a lot of... Uh, especially with him in like the whole White House setting. Yeah. They kind of like manipulated Maxwell uh, Lord in this like Trump character. Yeah. Evil. Yeah, manipulator <laughs> and stuff like that. And, and He definitely had the hair, the hair piece. <laughs> it, it, was, it was just... I felt like this movie is riddled with inner hate that patty jenkins has yeah of, of like, the current culture of of society man. of what and not i won't even say that i'm gonna check that not of current culture of her delusion of what current culture yeah. is because it's not that there are some iterations of that like the the sleazeball dude yeah a lot of women probably watching that probably relate to that and what was that in new was that in new york were they in new york I don't even. The they, movie jumps around. You can't like even a, tell what city they're in. They're in DC. You I can't know, tell. And then I think it's New York. Yeah. At, at one point, I thought they were like in like Seattle or Washington or something. Well, I'll end with the things I did like about the movie. There you go. All right. So, um, I, I. It's a short list. I, I was banking everything on Cheetah. Like I said, I'm a Cheetah yeah. fan. I'm a Cheetah fan. I'm Barbara over Diana all day. Um, they. I, Kristen, was it Kristen Wiig? Kristen Wiig, yeah. She did a good job. I was really iffy when she first got uh, casted. Uh, it's better than what I thought it was going to be. Uh. You know, like I said, fur boobs all day. So um, the thing I did like about it is, it, it I, I did and didn't like was, see, Patty Jenkins had to throw all this shit in, right? Because in the first movie, where's her jet? Where's her flying? So Patty Jenkins had to do... She did the invisible jet, and visually, it was good. It was really good. One of the best scenes in the movie. I love the whole moment with Steve the Fireworks, and they're looking yeah. up at the sky. And they're it's finally really in an invisible jet. Um, so they did that, and I felt like Patty Jenkins just wanted to do that and to do the flying and get it over with and then like jump back into it uh, about you know how men are evil and everything. <laughs> and the fireworks was really good. Honestly, it was probably one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Looking up, seeing visually. the fireworks. Yeah, visually in the visible jet. Um, but then the flight scene too, when she, uh, when she renounces her wish and she jumps up and she tries to fly. The only issue I had with that was she was throwing her lasso at air, <laughs> and I was like, what did she latch onto yeah. to propel herself? She like creates like an anchor point, I guess. I I guess so. I was just like, there's nothing there. So she would throw she it. She grabbed onto truth. <laughs> it's a lasso of truth. <laughs> um. Some man. But, uh, but yeah, that flight scene was pretty emotional to hear like Steve Trevor's voice in the back of her head. Talking about like catching the wind. Yeah. He they was like, did flying well. is easy. They did that. Well, they did that I, really I well. give Patty Jenkins, I keep name dropping her. She drives me crazy. Okay. Um, but she's good. 
Yeah. I think the first Wonder Woman movie was good. I think she took like a vision of Zack Snyder and and did her own thing with it and did kind of uh, her own thing. But I, yeah, this movie... She just had more freedom on this movie. And she I did think, what she wanted to do. I think she did have more freedom. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, this and is what I want to do. We're going to do it. And Gal Gadot agreed. But little does she know, in 1984, you don't have freedom. Oh. So... What? Yeah. So I don't know if this movie was a result of the studio, a result of her her delusional incompetence, (laughs) but um, but so overall, what's your final thought on it? Was it good? Was it bad? Do you want to see part three? Read George Orwell's Nineteen Eighty Four. Oh God! (laughs) I just want to see more Cheetah. And maybe she'll be back. Maybe because they already fast tracked part three. That's one thing that I heard as soon as it came out, and I was like, "How are you gonna it's, do that when it's not even doing that well?" I yeah, guess the it movie, didn't. The movie didn't. I think it only made 150 million, so it didn't even make the 200 million that it cost to create it. And let's talk about this. You're 200 million dollars, and 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 all Gal Gadot is doing is flying around on strings. Yeah, that was bad, dude. Everyone thought that anytime she like goes in the air. It looks so cringe. It's just not grounded in reality, and that's something that Zack Snyder had set up with his universes. Everything is going to be realistic, even though they're superheroes. It's going to be the best that it can be. And then they just went a completely different direction with it, and it looks more fantasy. Like I said, when she was running, and she was literally floating off the ground, and then she jumps. Yeah, yeah her little legs are just yeah i'm like you you're gonna tell me the the pulley team wasn't like yo that looks pretty bad yeah <laughs> no because maybe nobody had the nobody wanted to say anything like hey patty this yeah. is pretty dog shit yeah and then the Don't green you speak to me and then the green screen and her glasses how many months do you have to fix those things there's got to be just people just sitting around just ready to be like yo yeah we should fix that oh the shoulder pad right Oh yeah, her her golden armor was just all styrofoam. It was all folded against the wall when she was all laying there, all beat up. She it's, lays on the ground beat up at least like three different times. It she That's weird, especially coming from like a woman of power, you figure you wouldn't have her like Well, she lost her power. That's why she was bleeding. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, what about when she saves those uh those little those little <laughs> those kids? Those kids are dead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody those... made fun of that scene where she's rolling and the little kid's legs flipping on the asphalt. Bro, those kids' skulls would have fucking cracked on the... F- she literally rolled on top of them. Scrambled eggs, dude. Yeah. Scrambled eggs. <laughs> this is your brain on drugs. The movie... Yeah, I, I think you you knocked it out the park. Is This movie is not grounded in reality. No. There's like a 50... I don't give me... I don't so know what it is. They're fantasy. like... When they're in, I believe it's like Egypt. Yeah. Um, they're chasing down that convoy, and there's like a the machine gun, the big the, old the machine gun. gun. I don't know what it is, and it's just littering the the car. I believe. Yeah. That Steve Trevor is driving, but there's like no. It's it's just there's bullet holes everywhere, and they're just fine. It's ridiculous, dude. At least they showed Wonder Woman get shot a couple times. I always thought it was kind of bullshit how she's just like deflecting everything. Well, she didn't have her power. Yeah, yeah. But apparently she can run and push tanks with her legs and eat shit on the asphalt while holding two kids. But, like, But she doesn't have any powers. so I, I, That don't make no <laughs> sense. This movie the is The movie ridiculous. is very contradicting. There are good parts about it. 
And I hope if there is a part three, maybe we'll get someone else to. No, it's all Jenkins. Jenkins and Gal. So. I'm sorry, Gal. Hopefully, uh, you know, can't wait to see you in uh, Justice League. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, this movie is dog shit. <laughs> I tried. I tried to. I tried to steer it the other direction. Y'all saw. <laughs> I tried, but um, I'm. I'm glad we came to talk about it. And uh, let's get back to the future in 2021 because 1984 is not at all what we thought it was going to be. Well, man, that was a really great conversation. I feel like we learned a lot about truth, love, compassion, and wishes. Right. What movie are you talking about? Well, life is good, but it can be better. <laughs> um, I don't know why the hell we talking about DC movies in the first place, but it was it was a fun episode. Um, just remember, George Orwell's 1984. You better read it before it gets burned. <laughs> Josh is stay steady, staying straight with all his predictions. Hey, you know, you know, where's the- your tinfoil hat, dude? Where is it? I don't. Break it lo- out. I don't let people see it. Okay. Break it out. Um. The the one thing that's crazy is we still have that freedom to talk shit on whatever shitty comic book movies we want, right? Until you get canceled. Until yeah. well, <laughs> until we get booted <laughs> off the internet, and until these um, Orwellian Orwellians. I've heard that before. Yeah. That's George Orwell. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a bunch of like lizards or some Simpsons clan. They you know. could be lizards. Who knows. But until next time, friends, <laughs> join us for, on our next uh, journey. Uh, w- hopefully, we could talk about more DC films because, yeah. Talk um, while you still can, friends. Yeah. It's a crazy world out there, and we're living in it. 2021. <laughs> Cheetos way better than Diana all day. <laughs> Till next time. Stay nostalgic on that eternal quest to get back to, to the basics. basics.